no, 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 no. Okay. I'm Caleb. I'm Haley. And I'm having coffee, coffee with, with my, my ex. ex. That's good. That's good sounding. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Coffee with My Ex. This is number two of season two, correct? Two by two. Two by two and four by four. All right. And we come through the door. Speaking of come through the door, this morning I went through the door of my dentist's office. Uh-huh. And that was exciting because I had to get new Invisalign trays. I had to get teeth whitening and I had to get my teeth cleaned. And this I, is a lot to do in a day. Getting your teeth cleaned is the worst because they use that metal thing that looks like this straw. Yeah. And they poke your teeth and then they, like, what they do is they, they scrape it and then they pry. But that's the worst part. I can't handle anything <laughs> going in between my teeth. You know, when I was growing up, I used to throw up every single time I went to the dentist. I throw up? I used to throw up. Why? The smell. There's something about, like, the smell. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and the smell would literally make me throw up. It's like the smell of metal. It's like the smell of literally and gloves. teeth dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's is triggering. Sour. It's a sour. Stop making that sound. I'm sorry. Oh my god. It's this bad. is a podcast. <laughs> it's ASMR with Caleb's gag reflex. Um, All right. So no, there was a point to this story. I doubt it. I, well, <laughs> one, I have one of those dentists where he's like a dentist of the stars. And yeah, so, he really is. Shout out Gabe Rosenthal. Yeah, that's right. And he does a lot of YouTubers. TikToker. TikTokers. Literally. He does the a boomer. People like, on the TikToker. On the TikToker. <laughs> um, I, but I was telling him because we started watching Shameless, and he was like, "Oh my god, I have some of the cast coming in today," and I was like, "Stop it." So anyway, I almost had a brush. He's with like stars. so shamelessly like such a name dropper. I yeah. feel like Good I'm. For him. He's the one person that I like share my accomplishments with because I don't feel bad because I feel like he genuinely like is excited that he gets to do my teeth. Yeah. Um. But the point of the story was that I forgot how to be a person in like the day to day interactions. Like the hey, how are you? Like oh, thank you for showing me into this room. Like I I literally don't know how to interact with anyone but you and Cameron. Oh, and same. Allison. Same, same, same. The pleasantries are beside me. So anyway, yeah. that's my tangent. What a tangent that was. Um, so, what's up? Well, what's up is today that you have this brilliant idea because we were going through all the topics for the podcast and then we wrote them down in a notebook. You wrote them down in a notebook. Yeah, in my freaking cooking notebook. Because I said, Kaylee, we have an Kaylee? I- Kaylee, we have an iCloud, shared iCloud note. Let's put it in there. And you said, I like I didn't to write see you out. taking any notes. I was literally sitting there brainstorming. Brainstorming. So she lost all of our notes. I did not lose them. I have I have misplaced them. They are found. And I have taken a picture of them. They were just in the wrong notebook. Okay. Well, anyways, while we thought they were lost, you came up with the idea to do an advice column. <laughs> I did. Actually, actually, the where I got this idea from Credit Where Credit is Due is Ashley um, and Taryn, who are, Ashley is Alicia's sister. Okay. And they have a podcast called Unsolicited Advice, and their whole podcast format is giving advice. <laughs> That's funny. And it's, like, so good. So 
I stole that from them. <laughs> so you thought that we had any... No, no, no. The funny part about it is, is that we are... This is going to be really bad advice. Like, and, But it's like us trying. This is us trying. This is us trying to give good advice. So like, we are not liable for any... If you take it. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> not. If you take it, that's your fault. That is because I had taken many an advice from Caleb and it has done, done nothing but get, get me in a pickle. That's not true. <laughs> Sometimes we Caleb. need to get in pickles in order to get out of pickles. No, Am I right, ladies? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay. So since you obviously did not come prepared. You, don't worry because I did. You have the questions. The questions are on our shared account called Coffee with My Ex. But don't uh, worry, I screenshotted some. You don't worry about it. So, okay. This is definitely a duo. Definitely equal parts. Um, <laughs> is that throwing the cap down going to do yeah, anything? Yeah, it will. All right. So, Jen Camille asks, how do I stop eating carbs with a crying emoji? <laughs> <laughs> You fight it. <laughs> so Caleb used to not eat carbs for the longest yeah. time. Number one, don't not eat carbs. That's first and foremost. Well, some people don't, and they like it. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you if it's so hard for you, I would find a, a way to make it more sustainable in your yeah. diet instead of, like, completely trying to avoid it. You know what? When I tried to stop eating carbs, I did it successfully. And it was around the era that we shot the jump shot video by Darwin <laughs> and and like shape of you. And you'll if you'll notice, I mean, I was a lean machine. You could see my muscle. And I think I always felt like I was going to pass out at all times. <laughs> and my mental health was bad. And while I may have looked good on the outside, I highly, highly do not recommend it. Although, again, we have people who listen to this. Shout out Jerry, who is keto, I still believe, and she loves it. So if it works for you, great. But like, if you're really struggling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's easy for you, like, I remember, what, like, when I went vegan, like, it was easy for me mm -hmm. until it wasn't. And so when it stopped being easy for me. Yeah, for you. For me. I was like, okay, like, this isn't sustainable for me anymore. I would rather like have whatever in my diet and like learn how to eat that stuff in moderation than mm -hmm. like completely avoid it because yeah. I think that that was doing more harm than good. So it's all about like what you need and what works with your lifestyle. I don't think forcing yourself if it's like super hard to not eat carbs is like the move. Yeah. Yeah. But if you really want to try, there are tons of great options. So just find things that are like Carb-free or alternatives like bread. They're like we have this new keto bread. I don't think it's like a whole food by any means, but there are, are alternatives. So tapioca starch. Yeah. Um, okay. How to get your career started, especially for a creative one like yours. Also, how to network. Hmm. By Star Girl Three. I think the most important lesson I learned um, with the fitness marshal was that um having followers and people watching your videos don't equate to money and mm -hmm. that like if you don't have someone on your team who is business minded now if you are business minded then great but that's the only way to actually develop a, a business because everything's calculated everything's a strategy and so you have to have all these revenue sources in place and you really can't as much as you have to do what you love you have to be very strategic about it and it is a formula it is a game and so you have to figure out how you're going to play it and what's going to work. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think a lot of people, it looks like they're just doing what they love. Right. But like if they're making money from it, there's strategy behind it. And also with that, that's all so true. But also with that, I think that just starting and figuring it out, like I think that's like the number one thing. It's like start and then adjust accordingly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like you're never going to have it figured out the moment that you start. So stop thinking like you're going to have it figured out because you're not going to. I was on, um, have you heard the, the Clubhouse app? So there's this new app called Clubhouse and apparently it's for like, it's invite only and it's a bunch of, um, like Dan just did a panel on Clubhouse with Mr. Beast and Laura DIY and, um, somebody else or Collins Key. And it's basically just an audio chat room where there's like a group of speakers and then there's an audience of people. And so the audience is just listening in to these like six speakers talk Mm -hmm. and then like the audience can raise their hand and like ask a question, but it's really cool. And they were giving advice and they were like... If you're trying to just start out, just throw stuff at the wall and mm-hmm. see what sticks and use that as data. Yeah. So just don't be afraid to fail in the beginning, but also expect to fail. Yeah. And that's with anything creative. Yeah. I still haven't figured out what works on my blog channel. <laughs> <laughs> We're still figuring out this podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Maddie Sibley, she asks, how to stop comparing yourself to others? And what I have to say about that is that's never going to, like, you're never going to be free from that feeling that it's just, I feel like I hate saying this, but human nature, it really is. But like, it is also so true that comparison is the thief of joy. Like, dear God, it's so true. And I think it's just like learning not how to, I mean, obviously you need to learn how to stop comparing yourself and so much. But I think also just learning how to manage the feelings, I think, is a better way to approach it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's easier said than done. But knowing that, like, what makes you special makes you unique, someone's probably comparing themselves to you, too. Yep. And that's weird to think about, but it's true. It is so weird. I was just the other day, I was in the shower, and I was watching a Mr. Beast video, and he had 50 million views on it. And I saw that all of his videos had 50 million views. And I was like... (laughs) I am trash. I am trash. (laughs) I'm insignificant. A piece of actual (laughs) shit. And then, then yesterday I was sitting there like editing our new video and I was like looking at our subscribers and I was looking at like the money we were going to make this month and like the people we were talking to and like the Warner playlist was up that we're doing now. And I was just like, this is exactly where I dreamed of being. Yeah. It's stable. Lots yeah. of all the followers, great views. Yeah. Like we, this is exactly what we've always wanted. Right. And so it's just so perspective. that's stealing your joy right. whenever you're sitting there comparing yourself. When you look around and be like, I worked for this. Yeah. Like I'm lucky and like I worked to be here. Mm-hmm. And also with comparison with the physical, I think that is something that everyone struggles with. But it's still you think that no one else does. You think like you're the one. But like people compare themselves to you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, and that's so important to remember. So once again, and I, I was just talking to Allison about this, it's all relative. Because someone would kill to look exactly like you. Yeah. That's it. That's the thesis. Um, photo MK11. This is a good question. Photo MK11. Huh? That's the name. Of the, that's the username. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about MK Ultra. <laughs> I was like, we're getting into that? <sighs> he says, or she says, um, or they say, <laughs> we are quick to see toxicity in others, but how do we acknowledge it in ourselves? Oh. Isn't that such a good question? Oh. And I would love to know the answer. <laughs> I think 
I mean, personally, for me, therapy has helped me yeah. have someone call me out on my bullshit. Also, um, having people I love call me out on my bullshit is the like when you and Allison and Cameron say things to me, that holds more weight than anything, and that yeah. makes me reflect. So I feel like if you have people around you, that's your best way to like acknowledge something within yourself. Yeah. It's like, and even if people love you, like when they make little comments, I feel like it could be a loving way. Or if you're like noticing you always have like a negative interaction after you're doing something repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's just like little things that you're like, mm, I feel like this always like kind of like inventory. makes me feel bad. Yeah. Take an inventory of like your surroundings and the people you love and how they react to you yeah. in certain situations. And then like from there, like acknowledging it, like and working on it every day. Mm-hmm. And I believe that everyone has good in them and everyone wants to do good and has the capacity to be good. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just like allowing yourself to constantly work on something. Because even when you recognize it, it's going to take time to break that habit because it's just instinctual. You just do things. Yeah. So give yourself some grace, but just try to work on it. Yeah. Sarcastic Boho says, should I give up on someone even though I care about them? They are being closed off and it's frustrating. You want to take it? I think that if it starts taking a toll on you and your mental health and like how you start feeling about yourself is like that's when it's time to kind of like let it go because how they're acting and how it makes you feel is all on them. Like you cannot control them opening up to you you cannot control them expressing themselves mm-hmm. so i think that's something that like you cannot i think that i think there's a fine line in between um i don't know holding someone accountable and and trying to kind of like make them a better person mm-hmm. i think that true you know friendships relationships like you always try to push each other to be your best selves but if it starts taking a toll on you, that's when you have to be like, okay, like yeah. this isn't this isn't worth your making me kind of like feel like you. Like I don't want to express myself anymore. Yeah, I've learned that you cannot cannot control control people, and no matter how much you want something for them, no matter how much you try to like be the person you want them to be, mm-hmm. you are two separate people, and it's not fair for you to like make someone else try to be who you want them to be. Right. And it's like, sometimes you just got to let people have their own journey. And even within relationships, like with Cameron, like I constantly, I feel like I catch myself trying to make him want, I want him to feel the way I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Or I want him to react the way I want him to react, but that's not fair because mm-hmm. we're all our own people. And I think that separation and really yeah, like giving... no two people have the exact same feelings about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. Rachel Flores she says, how to manage or avoid toxic diet culture. Delete your social media. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good luck. Good luck with that. I think there is a line between, because I think we also, it can go both ways and we can label kind of everything toxic. So there, yeah. like, if you're seeing things that are unhealthy, like flat tummy tea, mm-hmm. oh no, maybe they won't ever sponsor us. Um, <laughs> can you imagine doing a sponsorship with them? There was a, there was, um, a bikini, it's like bikini cleanse, I think. They offered me so much money. I'm you so know how sorry. hard that was to turn down? <laughs> All right, continue. Sorry. Um, but like things like that you see that you're like, clearly this is bad. Yeah. 
avoid that or do you have to just, I guess, have the mental know-how to be like, oh, that's unhealthy. But if you see things that are like encouraging you, then I guess that, that can be different because sometimes it's like we don't want to see things that that remind us that we want to work on something. So it's it depends. So if in your journey, in your life, if you're like, there's something I really want to change, then maybe follow accounts that are motivating you. I guess mm-hmm. just follow who, what you want to consume because like it's good to grow. It's good mm-hmm. to hold yourself accountable and to be inspired, but it's also not good to like feel like shit, especially if you are trying and you already are on your journey. Yeah. I think also with like just consuming like even like YouTube videos or like whatever and you see all these like influencers and they're always like trying out new diets and then like I think that to a certain extent like trying out new stuff is good but I also think that there's a lot of diets that influencers try that like are crazy and like do so much harm to their bodies and like they they encourage other people it's just like you have to be and to navigate and this is just the truth to navigate in this world where we have so much content from so many people who like just have a podium to talk to speak about whatever you have to kind of like be a smart consumer Mm -hmm. you just have to navigate that according to your own health and that's just it's just like not something that i feel like humans are equipped to do like consume so many opinions at once yeah but um it just is a something we have to learn to do <laughs> i was just talking to chip about this and he's like there Fucking are chip. <laughs> he's like there are so many people with platforms like you said who are posting things that like if they're trying this new diet or something like these influencers especially fitness influencers sometimes understand things on a different level of complexity mm-hmm. so it's like if they're trying something or putting something out there you have to assume that people are going to take that with no nuance right and just take it as this is the bible truth so it's like, even if you are trying out something and maybe it is healthy for you, it's like, as an influencer, you have to assume that someone's going to see you fasting for 24 hours and they're yeah. going to try to stop eating forever. Yeah. So like it's, you have to, there, there are too many influencers who aren't responsible and don't acknowledge the fact that like nuance does not exist in social media. Right. Right, right, Um. Okay. Mad underscore Rhodes. How to stay strong in doing what you love instead of what might keep you safest in parentheses, your job. So, like, quitting your job to do something that you love. Even though, like, your job keeps you safe and what you love might not. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like even though I kind of did that, I never had, like, a job that kept me safe, though. Yeah. This is kind of, like, what I've always <laughs> just done. But um, I think... That especially in our society and like what's happening now and everyone's just trying to survive. I think romanticizing this idea that like you absolutely have to do something that you love to be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily as helpful as people think it is. I think that I think that valuing and this is not to say that you shouldn't do what you love, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying that like valuing safety and stability isn't bad. Yeah. And so like it's just like weighing those two things. I don't think one is better than the other. Mm -hmm. And I think that having a job that is creative or your dream job is romanticized a lot of the time because yeah. it's still a job it is romanticized yeah we were just talking this the other day Absolutely. like we didn't want to shoot and we we're like wow 
We are, we have our dream job. I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. And I still don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this TikTok that was talking about how it's kind of like you were saying, you don't have to monetize everything that you love. Right. So like if you're doing a job that's that stable That is what capitalism safe, tells you to right. do. Yeah. It's okay to just work a job and get through it. Like you shouldn't hate it, but like if you can do it, great. And then like have hobbies on the side and don't feel like you have to monetize them. Just right. enjoy them. Enjoy them. I miss enjoying things for I, pleasure. There's, and I am happy that, I mean, there's things that I do that I feel like are literal hobbies and it makes me so happy to do them. Like it literally, mm-hmm. it's just happy because there's no pressure. Yeah. And then when you start monetizing shit, it makes it, you can still love it, but it makes it less fun. Yeah. And that's just the truth. And and I just, you don't, yeah, you don't have to have like a side hustle to feel like you're fulfilled. Okay. Jillybob31. She says, not necessarily advice, but I'd love to hear a bit on what some red flags for guys you look for. So like, what are some red flags? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, you take those. Wolf of Wall Street is their favorite movie. Oh. <laughs> That's a red flag. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else? I should have come prepared. You, I, I feel like you can just rattle these <laughs> off. You have to name one. Do I have a red flag? You don't have any red flags. Um, I think that my number one red flag, <laughs> I don't know. No, oh my say God. it. I don't know. You What's a red? Maybe I, I don't even know if I have green flag. <laughs> you know what? I think red flag. You know what? No, I don't have one. Say it. I truly don't. Why you keep saying that? Because I'm like that's not a red flag. You're just like particular. Tell me what it is. Like what's your red flag? If they don't, well, mine's very particular as well. <laughs> okay, here's my red flag. If they have a very, if they aren't passionate about something or they don't like have things that they believe mm-hmm. i think that's a red flag having like yeah if they don't have opinions or thoughts or think that the world is bigger than themselves yeah those are two very good red flags and if they don't like Britney spears mm, red flag I'm trying to think obviously there's so many but i'm trying to think of like ones that aren't offensive can't okay <laughs> Um, if they're mean to, if they're mean to, uh, you know what? I just saw this on the internet and I was like, yes. If they're mean to like, um, essential workers, essentially, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, uh, like they don't say hi to the greeter when they walk into the store. If they like ignore people or treat them like they are less than. Yeah. Huge red flag. All right. Kelsey Kearney. She says, how to keep going when literally everything is wrong. LMAO. <laughs> Caleb? <That's> that- <laughs> you just dance. <laughs> I was having a mini come apart the other day because when they stormed the Capitol, literally, we were doing a a live stream. We were dancing. And I was like, this is what it feels like (laughs) when the world is crumbling down. Like, everything still keeps going. And every time I, like, I've, I've seen on TikTok, like, a lot of people from other countries weighing in on this. Like countries who have had a lot of like um, craziness or like people trying to overthrow the government, like whatever. And they're like, this, that's what it feels like. Like you still live your day by day, but like madness is happening around you. And, you, and like you still like go out to eat. You're just desensitized. Yeah. 
I'm so desensitized. He's very, he's very desensitized. I, I, I am probably take it harder than most. Everything that goes on. She's like spiraling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I yeah, don't have the, fire. I don't have the answer to that. My answer to that is to just try to know everything there is to know. <laughs> You're like, do you understand the Capitol's being stormed? He's still in office. He's tweeting these things. He's inciting violence. And I'm like, but have you watched the morning show? <laughs> just like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So my my advice is not good. My advice is to dive deeper. And his <laughs> advice is to watch the morning show. I just consume as much as I can. But and you know what? It's up to everyone's personal thing because like there's also an argument for not consuming enough and being blind to it and ignoring it, which is a privilege. Um, so I try to do I try to do both, but I. I'm definitely, I don't know if I have the right answer. I just know I'm not as sensitized to it. And maybe that's just sad or irresponsible. <laughs> but like, if not, I feel like I couldn't do my job. Like my day to day. Like I just focus on that and I just forget I about it. I feel like that's else. why I, yeah. That's why it's hard for me to come in here sometimes. And I'm like, none of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I know it does. I know like it's, I know it's good, but like, I'm just like, this is not what I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> I'm just like, let Nancy figure it out. Let AOC figure it out. Ooh, I don't know what this name is. Uh, don't fuck it up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Reback Schwappy. You sounded like... Jesse from Little Mix. <laughs> um, I think it's Reba. That is so funny. <laughs> I was sweating. I feel so stupid. Okay. Well, she said, when it's time to pick yourself up back. Wait. Sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> when it's time to pick yourself back up after being sad. When is it time or? When, like what to do when it's time. Like, when, how do you know when it's time? Um, For me personally, when... Um, I give myself never more than a day, <laughs> um, except no if, more. Because <laughs> um, like last year when we got went through like that awful time, it was that was like every day was miserable for a little while, and it was just like there's when you realize that there's nothing you can change, and that you've wallowed enough, and that your wallowing is not doing anything more. That's when it's time to be like, okay, even though it's hard, I'm gonna try to take a step today. And I'm really bad about that because when I, I remember like when I went through my breakup, I was not functioning. I was a non-functioning human being. Yeah. I just feel like we're different. I feel like you're much better at like picking yourself back up and just going about your day and doing what you need to do. Only because I have to. Then you were like a kid and you didn't have to. I guess that's, that's different. Yeah. But I guess, the, uh, I, I don't know if that's, is that advice? <laughs> They are words. <laughs> they were words. I said things. <laughs> Pick yourself up, buttercup. <laughs> I don't have the answer. 
Um, just be numb to everything. I don't know. <laughs> I think you should definitely give yourself time, but I think that more than a few days, more than a week, it depends on the laws. Like, are you? Did you lose something? We need. Like, we, we, need we need context. <laughs> we need context. All right, face the wrath. Dot key <laughs> says, "Oh, how do you? <laughs> do you need to switch? Do we need to what? switch? Do you need to read?" How to emotionally move on from a breakup. Why did I do that? I just had a dream about my ex last week. (laughs) Oh, no. It's been six years. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But Cameron was in it, too. Oh, my. And I chose him. It was very dramatic. (laughs) Your dreams are weird. They're like real life. How to emotionally move on from a breakup. Go go on. I don't, I don't, I don't have the, you know what? I'll tell you what I didn't do is I didn't move on. And when I, (laughs) I'll tell you what I didn't didn't do. (laughs) When I went through a breakup like six years ago, I, (laughs) I'm apparently still healing from. (laughs) (laughs) I, I started dating Cameron like a year after, but like I still held a place in my heart for that person. And so four years into our relationship of Cameron and I, I still hadn't let that go. Mm-hmm. And no matter how long we progressed, there was still a part of me that was like, I have to keep myself open just in case because this person still owns this part of me. Mm-hmm. And until I like was in therapy and I did the literally EDMR, <laughs> oh, yeah. EDMR or whatever, yeah. and started sobbing uncontrollably for no reason. So scary. That's when it like started to let that go and like actually come to terms with everything and like process it. Because before I was like, this is not my fault. I had no part in this. And once I fully like accepted like, oh, I did like, I have a part in this. This is why this happened. I was not able to move forward with Cameron. And it was Mm -hmm. bizarre because it's like, it was four years, like get over it. Mm -hmm. But until you actually let Like you have to kind of like, you have to kind of have that hindsight and like taking accountability. Mm-hmm. And I feel like taking accountability and realizing like your part in whatever like lets you let go of that mm-hmm. resentment. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's your, you're like, oh, we. Cause you're like, oh, I did something too. We both hurt each other. Yeah. And like it just is what it is. And I think that is the hardest thing to come to terms with. Also, I think that just like letting it like realizing especially if it's like a long-term relationship that 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 you can't like erase that history and Mm -hmm. that that's always going to be a part of like your story and like why you are the way you are now for better for worse Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think that just like coming to terms with that and just like letting that be a part of your being without it defining you yeah i think it's important yeah just like letting that time be yeah and I don't, I don't like the idea of, like you said, like erasing someone. Like even, I mean, we're all mortal people. Even if you are with the person you love forever, like one day, one of you is going to be gone before yeah. the other. And it's like everyone's in your life for a season. So you, I mean, it's, you should celebrate that. It's even if it went wrong, it's like that, like you said, it made you who you were. It was a whole time period in your life. Like that's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! In the in the middle of me screenshotting these, I guess I had to screenshot or I had to take a picture of soap. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, Risa Ray Ray, she says, 
How to find credible sources for current events. It seems convoluted. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah. Why do I feel stupid? Okay, with how much is one-sided bias partisan news? Take it. So, (laughs) I think that, number one, I like to know what's going on in in bipartisan news. Well, not partisan news. I like to know what Fox is saying. I like to know what CNN is saying. And then I like to check it with, like, like... Sources like NPR mm-hmm. and how that like aligns with both those things. I would say also that Fox News is an entertainment channel. They aren't liable for any lies. CNN, if they lie, they have to print a retraction or if they like miss fact something. That's an important distinction. And I want to repeat this again for our <laughs> conservative listeners because it is important. Fox News is considered entertainment. entertainment. They do not have to tell the truth. No, they do not have to tell the truth. They say what they want to and whatever gets the most ratings is what they're going to continue to stay. And this is a this is not us bashing anyone. This is just this, a fact. This is a fact. Yes. This this is fact. But also, I do recommend. I listen to. <laughs> I don't recommend doing this, but I listen to NPR every day. They have daily. <laughs> <laughs> they have daily little like news clips that are like ten to fifteen minutes, and I just like to. I feel like they're obviously very bipartisan that's like the whole it's literally national broadcasting what's it called Na- national what is the public public radio? broad yeah, yeah 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 public radio national public radio sorry mpr <laughs> so like it is all news and it is bipartisan so and also just looking like a quick search on the internet from like a credible source mm-hmm. with anything is- it, you know it's amazing um how many people believe things that they see on the internet um and i I already talked about this it doesn't matter it's just um if you see a headline don't believe it just check your sources first and please don't believe that black lives matter killed all the store owners right (laughs) i'm still trying to process that (laughs) grapple with that hippie friend this is this is good this is good because i wouldn't say i have any hippie friends but definitely have had this happen to me. Hippie friends shaming you when you want to doll yourself up with fake nails or fun stuff. Like I have friends who are like super like laid back and they're like, oh, like you're dressing She's up. She's talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. I guess I am. Like I don't, like yeah, like sometimes I look like a troll and sometimes I want to doll myself up to remind myself that I'm not always a troll. So it has nothing to do with anyone else but me and so when someone's like oh like you're doing all that and this isn't just you this is like (laughs) me growing up all the time because i've always been extra Uh and so and it would make me feel self-conscious because i'm like am i a try hard but like whatever like you know what i mean yeah it's just a style choice like you wouldn't like you're not bashing your friends for not trying so why should they bash you for trying yeah all right, noted. <laughs> there was one time, and I remember in high school when I pulled up and I had to cut my spirit tee into a tank. And it was the first time I'd ever worn a tank top. And someone came up to me and they laughed and they go, Why are you wearing a tank top? You do not belong it, like, in a tank your top. Soul. And so from that moment on, I started getting some shoulders and I made sure that every time you saw me, I was going to be at a tank top. No, and no so shit. I just ran with that. <laughs> no. No shit. <laughs> okay, we've talked about this before, but this is just to reiterate because I know that Caleb deals with this a lot. How to handle differing political views in family. Grandma stopped talking to me because I'm a Democrat. 
I've never experienced that. <laughs> you really you know what? I told the, last week I when I the Capitol right things were happening. Yeah. I texted my mom, who we are obviously on opposite sides of the political fence, mm-hmm. and I said I don't want to talk about politics, but I just want you to know that like what's happening at the Capitol is ridiculous and like this is way worse than anything that you could have said Black Lives Matter did. Yeah. And um, <laughs> my therapist said that you can't tell someone you don't want to talk politics and then talk politics. Mm-hmm. He said you need to not speak politics with people that you think could hurt your relationship. And if your family is receptive and you can have open conversations and agree to disagree, mm-hmm. then do that. Otherwise, take it off the table. And what I've done personally with my family is try to completely take it off the table because then if I don't, it ends up like every interaction, it's like just little jokes here and there. Like, oh, we heard this is happening in California. Oh, the Democrats are doing this. Oh, did you hear what your governor's doing? And it's just like that. It's just not productive for our relationship. And it Mm -hmm. just like makes me like feel weird about interacting because it's just annoying to every time be reminded that like we believe totally different things yeah so it's like let's just focus on what we do believe in and that's and i talked to my therapist about this because i was like i don't want that to be a cop-out and he's like that's not a cop-out that's you doing what's personally best for this particular relationship you can find other avenues to speak up but there's no reason to ruin your family over this like you're never going to agree especially when there's generations apart like you're not going to change each other's mind. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to do that, don't. Okay, so let us know if you want to do a part two of that because we have plenty more questions and we really enjoyed doing it. But we're going to move on to your recommendation. Club. Oh, I'm going to recommend um, <laughs> a new show I started with Allison and Cameron when they were here while she was here. Um, Killing Eve. Killing Eve is starring uh, Christina from Grey's Anatomy. Um, ah. What's her name? Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh. Um, yeah, really good show. Like a suspense, like killer. I do not type know how thing. you watch all these shows. It's on Hulu. I don't know how you don't. You know, because I'm not listening to <laughs> I, NPR. You know, I t- That's I told why. you that I started the Undoing. How? What episode are you on? Three. Okay. Well, that's not what I'm going to re- recommend this week. Well, that's a mistake. <laughs> so I forgot to say when my mom was here, she had watched this movie. And then um, she told me I should watch it. And it's about RBG. And it's called On the Basis of Sex. And you have to, like, rent it on Apple TV or, like, whatever. But it is so, so good. It, like, goes through, like, kind of, like, the beginning of her life and, like, kind of, like, what led her into law in the first place and kind of how she um, became so focused on equal rights for men and women. And it actually started by trying to fight for equal rights for men. It's very interesting. Wow. And she used that as an end to then start fighting for women. So anyway, it's called I, On the Basis of Sex. It's a very, very good movie. I wish that it was like longer. I wish like it would have gone into like more of her life. It ends like kind of like when her life begins. Oh, wow. Like her like, pol- like her. Political career? Yeah. When, where, where can you find it? Like on, like you have to like rent it, like okay. on like movies on Apple TV or whatever. But um, Redbox, yeah, <laughs> Blockbuster. But it was a very good movie. Family Video just closed this week. And Marion? No, over in the world. <laughs> I didn't know they had them other places. 
Yeah, we had the last one. I've never seen them anywhere They were else. selling CBD for the last year to try to keep the doors open, but... <laughs> Is Little Caesars okay? I know they're usually connected to one. That's not funny. Oh, okay, well, uh, your intention for this week? I didn't think about that. It happens every single week. <laughs> um... You know what? I think my intention is to stay in a place of gratitude because I have been really grateful like the past 24 hours. And so I like to continue that streak. <laughs> that is funny. You? What? Me? You? You're going to ask me? What's your intention? My intention this week is to not go crazy. You better find a new intention. <laughs> That's literally my intention, just to make it through another week. <laughs> I think that is... That's good. That is uh, I'm, yeah. a high, setting a high bar for myself. Yeah, I'm, I hope to see you here next week. <laughs> <laughs> right? Coffee with my ex. No, do it, do it. Coffee with my ex. <laughs>